Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, stoners. Welcome to Stoner Talk. I am your host, B.C. Alright, and today, stoners, wait a minute, run it back, we're in 2024, now, stoners, this is the year of the Black Mamba, Kobe Bean Bryant. 2024 in honor of Kobe Bryant's number 24. He is my favorite basketball player, you know, and in honor of Kobe, you know, uh, Kobe was always striving for greatness. He, his motto was, if you're the best, then be better. If you did a lot, then do more. So that's our motto, stoners, for this 2024. Okay? Now, Men today, stoners, we're going to talk about something that needs to be addressed in the new year. We're going to talk about something that really pains me, but, you know, it needs to be spoken about. We're going to talk about friendships, but in a different angle of where friendships are usually taken okay what's better you think stoners uh your day ones ten toes down day ones or newfound friendship that you found on your journey of life you know uh friends that went from a friend a best friend a brother or sister and now straight up you look at them as family like what do you believe is better I'll explain. The name of this podcast is, as you can see, Day Ones are the Bravest Ones. Well, let me explain why I named the podcast that, and then we'll get into it, Stoners. I named it that is because are you a friend because you've been there? Or are you a friend because no matter what has happened to me, good, bad, or indifferent, You've always rocked with me. That's a brave person to constantly back a person, no matter how egregious they may may act or what opinions they may have. As long as they're not hurting anybody, we rock with them. And you know what? If they are hurting somebody, you probably deserve it. That's, That's friendship on some. It's pretty aggressive, but loyalty is friendship, you know? Loyalty breeds trust. Trust breeds love. Love breeds life. That's just how it goes, stoners. So you ask yourself, who is better? Let me tell you a story. But before I do, here it is. Let me light my thing. Anyways, my woman has a friend, right? Now, her and her friend fell out uh, about three years back, and they haven't spoken at all. At all, right? And, you know, one day out of the blue, um, her friend calls her sobbing about her relationship is in turmoil. You know, she needs to get away. So, my woman, being a nice person that she is, come on, come, come. And you know what? You don't have to figure your way to get here. I'll come pick you up, right? So, they, she goes out there. Uh, she drives an hour and some change to go pick her up, right? 
And she lets her know, like, hey, man, if you need a place to stay for a while, you're more than welcome to come stay with me. Blase, blase, blase. Can we go in my room and talk? Okay. And they go talk. And she sits my girl down and says the following. The reason why I didn't come by your house yesterday and I don't really want to stay with y'all is because Lewis uh, always tries to get with me and Lewis all uh, wants us to do a poly relationship and it just makes me feel uncomfortable that's what she said now stoners what i want y'all to do is operate under the notion that it's true we'll get to if it's true or not let's just begin with you know what she's telling the truth okay now it's been three years you haven't spoken or seen your so-called best friend her mom died October 2nd, right? We're just hearing from you in January, okay? There was one moment um, a long time ago, maybe like eight years ago, uh, when me and Kat first got together. I'm saying like nine years ago, maybe 10. When we first got together, um, we were living in like a one-bedroom apartment at the time, and Melanie was staying stand with us, right? Um... I really hate that I said her name because I really didn't want to use names, but it'd be that way sometime. Uh, but anyway, she was staying with us. Um, and, you know, I'm upstairs playing 2K, right? She's downstairs doing whatever she's doing. Now, I was using her phone Wi-Fi to power my PlayStation so I could play, you know, on the playgrounds. So I go downstairs. I say, hey, you mind turning your Wi-Fi on? I want to, you know, play the PlayStation. She says, cool. Then she comes upstairs, sits on the bed next to me, right? And starts visibly flirting, throwing the pussy at me. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing. At the time, I didn't realize it. This is God's honest truth, stoners. I have finally made it to the finals. I was down 3-2. And it was fourth quarter. And I'm trying to make it to game seven. I swear to God on everything I love. That's what I was. So I wasn't paying attention to her. Right? And she says out of nowhere, oh, my God, you're boring. I'm going back downstairs. And she goes back downstairs. And I'm like, okay. But in my mind, I'm thinking, what woman wants to sit next to me and watch another man play NBA basketball on his PlayStation? No woman wants to. That's what she means by bored. Come to find out, she wanted to, she wanted to experience what my girlfriend be bragging about, which I stopped her from doing ASAP. But that's another story for another day. Right? That's one instance. Another instance, um, back in my pharmaceutical days, she wanted to purchase some things. So I go over there to go uh, serve it to her. And she greets me with another friend of hers. And they just start complimenting me out of the door. And next thing you know, they want to do this, that, and the third. She threw a whole threesome at me. I gave her what she uh, purchased. I got in my car, went back home told my woman exactly what happened and went to sleep fast forward all the way up until now okay a woman stoners with that type of track record right it's first of all it's hard to believe that after all that trying to mess with my man all of a sudden he look up and say you know what I want to mess with you and now you don't You've been denying him. It just kind of it, it. It seems kind of fishy, right? But that's not to say she's lying. I still want you to operate under the assumption that it's true. But it's not to say that she's lying, okay? I'm just saying it's kind of fishy. Your track record's weird, right? You tried to have sex with my man twice. Both times it didn't happen, okay? the second time it was so egregious she was so mad that I turned it down that she called my woman anyway and told her that she did what she did then an hour or two later after feeling guilty she calls back and says I was just mad and no she didn't call back matter of fact my girl went to her house and I wanted to talk to her about this and she had to bear the truth I was just mad and I was just angry at Pika and everybody messing over me you know, so I just took it out on you and I lied about that because I knew it would hurt you. I'm sorry. Right. So now it's starting to muddy up your story. Right. OK, now I want you to still operate under the assumption that is true. Here's what I was actually mad about when I heard about this stoners. 
You haven't talked to your friend in three years. When her mom died, she didn't get so much as a phone call. You couldn't come to the funeral or nothing. But as soon as you're in turmoil, as soon as you're in need, guess who's there for you? And the very first thing you want to do is say something like that. You throw a monkey wrench in her whole situation. Now, imagine my woman would have come home and been with the rah-rah. Right? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know who really looks like a liar? A person who's trying to defend the truth. You look like a liar every single time. And it sucks, but that's just the way it is. So I'm wondering in my mind, like, yo, you need us right now. Why would you do that? And if my girl came home with the rah, 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 and me and her broke up, my responsibilities, are you going to be there for her now? Like your relationship is in turmoil. And the very first thing you try to do is put hers in in turmoil as well. You see her visibly happy. You see her visibly happy. And you say that. Now, Stoners, let me put your mind at ease. It is a, a, what she said was the biggest lie I've ever heard. Okay? Which makes it even worse now. But I'm just wondering, like, with your record with this woman, why would you even say that? It makes you look like you're trying to be the white knight. In other words, like, you're trying to be redeemed. But by doing that, you're throwing me under the bus, our relationship under the bus, and everything we've built under the bus. So if she would have followed her emotions instead of thinking logically, what if she would have broke up with me? Or we got into an argument so bad and then I just left. And that's why I wanted y'all to operate under the assumption that it's true. Because even if it is true, why would you try to destroy somebody's relationship by saying that while they're trying to help you? You haven't spoke to your friend in three years. Like I said, even if it is true, you still think I'm harboring feelings or something like that? You think I'm trying to get you? Don't flatter yourself, love. Like, it's so evil on either point that it makes it even worse that it's a lie. But even if it's true, why? You know what? Let me. Of course, why? Because misery loves company. This is why the title of the podcast is what it is, because this woman was a day one. She been knowing my woman since middle school, since middle school. Right. And since middle school, this woman has been backdooring, backsliding and to the left of my woman silently but violently for a very long time you know the very first egregious story story I heard about her was a time in high school when she had no friends so my woman introduced her to her friends next thing you know she starts hanging with them say a couple words here a couple words there and next thing you know the same friends that I introduced you to they don't like me no more and they're always hanging with you now, at the time, you know, my woman didn't understand what was going on. But as an adult, we all know what happened. She threw salt on your name to build herself up. 
But when people do that, their intentions are not really to 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 throw you under the bus. Right. They're, they're really not, even though it's weird not to have that intention because of what you're doing. But that's not their intention. They just need to be propped up some type of way. And because their life is in their eyes, meaning meaningless and they literally have nothing of their own to prop themselves up with. They use you. And the easiest way to prop yourself up is to stand on something bad. Okay, that's why any superhero shot you see or picture you see, the angle is always looking up at them. You want to rise above it. You know? So, throw me under the bus and, 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 and stand on that. The same thing she did. And, like, and I'm like, you know what this is, though? And, and I'm, I'm about to bring full circle while the podcast is what it is. Your day ones, you have to understand that, and especially if y'all are off and on friends, like if they're not there to see your elevation, they're always there to see the result, right? But they don't see the struggle. Like you'll stop talking to a guy for a few months, and by the time he see you, you went from living at your mom's to having a one-bedroom apartment. Then y'all don't talk for a while. Next thing you know, you're in the house. Like every time he sees you, he sees the end results of your hard work and dedication, right? And that was, the, and that's the situation with them two. She's always dipping in and dipping out and dipping in. But every time she dips out and then dip back in, my woman has elevated. But she still sees my woman as the girl she used to be. Hmm. So while she's over there at our, at our home, you know, crying about her man and I'm losing my relationship and I'm so jealous of y'all and everything is so good over here. It's so great, blah, 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 blah. You're on the phone with other guys talking to them, trying to see who's going to give you some penile that you can denial. You know what I'm saying? And amazingly, I see the growth of my woman. She think I didn't see her, but I see it. I'm perspicacious. I see it all. She lets her know. She was like, you know, it, it doesn't really make sense for you to be crying and going crazy over Michael. Oh my God, I keep using names, but you know it is what it is. This is a personal one for me. Be going crazy over him if you're going to be on the phone talking to other guys. You might as well just pick one. If you want to talk to the guys, fine. But, you know, it's going to make it hard on you. When she said that, man, I, I was so proud of her. Not only do she understand the situation, she's passing on the knowledge. She's trying to help you get where she is. Right. But because her friend is still stuck in that old stage, she uh, assumes, well, my friend is still the same way. Right. So in my opinion, she said that because misery loves company. I'm miserable over here. My relationship is falling down the drain. You know, I'm about to lose everything. I need somebody to, you know, rock with me, understand where I'm coming from. I don't want to be around all this happiness and a fucking dedicated father and husband that's trying his best. Like I told her, and because she saw me wake up, you know, I'm 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 alcohol, I'm, I'm drinking alcohol Friday night, having a good time. We're smoking, we're chilling, and then you know, I stayed up till like maybe three o'clock in the morning, stoners. But I still got up for six in the morning to clean up the house, cook breakfast for my kids, and did the same thing again Sunday. Why? Because Every weekend when I'm off work, I get up and make sure that my woman does not have to get up and do too much of anything because she does it all through the week. Right. She sees me. I tell her the same thing. And, she, and she's, she's like, oh, oh, my God. She gets actually angry. Why? Because she don't have that. She don't have a man that not only does that, but want to do it. It was clear envy and jealousy. Okay. That's why you tell us one day, oh my God, the relationship's over. You're on the phone with like literally three or four niggas at the same exact time. So much so that you call one guy, another guy's name weird. But she was so uncomfortable in the situation that she was in because of her situation that she literally just had to leave the very next day. So all of that argument, all of that stuff you, you got over it that quick, huh? No. Because not only did you not take her bait and now it's like a man-hating club over there, 
you actually told her, my, my woman actually told her, you know, what you're doing is not right. It's not, it's not cool. You know what I'm saying? You, like, you don't good right now. You know? So the situation that she needed, she wasn't accepting. But the situation she wants, she's waiting for. She has a, another friend that all the young, dumb, and crazy stuff they used to do as kids. She has another friend that's still doing that to this day. Right? And just use your imagination. I'm not about to get into it. But, you know, they have a past. And she has a friend that is in her 30s now and still doing it. And that's where she wants to go and stay and stay at. Right? You see, you see that? Now, I want you to understand something, stoners. She told my woman that she felt uncomfortable around me because I'm always hitting her and, 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 and want me, my woman and her to have a poly relationship. And she just feels uncomfortable. But she's going to go and live with a girl who literally, if a tree had a penis, she would back that thing up on it. Guys in rotation. She has a 70-something-year-old man that she's been sleeping with. She's still 15 years old. And she still goes to every now and again just to get a little cash. And it's like, bro, that's what you want to be? And that's why I said I want y'all to operate that she was telling the truth. Because even if he was telling the truth, you can visibly see that Lou is not on that. Stoner is not on that uh, uh, cheating buffoonery no more. I'm a grown man with children in a bank account, full-time job. I got responsibilities. I got, here's the thing. A man is only faithful as his options. That's what they say. I believe a man is only faithful to his time. I don't have time. Even if I wanted to, I don't have time. Okay. But again, I don't want to. I've accepted and I am content and I love my life. And you can visibly see that. So even if you felt like that before, you can visibly see, you know what? That's not like that now. Why? Because even though I knew what I knew, I put on a straight face because my girl still wanted her friend over here and she missed her. So we smoked stone, we ate some edibles, a couple daiquiris. We laughing and joking like ain't nothing wrong. So you're not uncomfortable around me. You're actually having a great time. But the same thing you were screaming you're uncomfortable about, you're about to go around a girl who's going to have not one, but multiple guys that are going to make, that are actually going to do it in front of you. And you don't have a man? Come on, love. Now, day ones used to mean something. Friendships used to mean something. I've realized that, you know, I hate friendships now. Excuse me, stoners. I really do. It's like, it's like marriage. It's just not respected anymore. Okay. Now, if you knew me, stoners, you wouldn't know. And I'm talking about really know me. If you're my homie, if I consider you a friend, your woman could be 10 times gorgeous than mine. Sit right next to me, pussy dripping and horny for me and only me. And it will never get touched, not even looked at. Actually, I'll be a little, I'll be a little angry and appalled. Not one of my friends has ever even acquaintances has ever heard of me trying or have messed with their significant other. I, I go so far as even if you just bagging a chick on a side, she's disgusting to me. I don't even want her. Your wife is my sister through, through delegation of you, which means the day y'all divorced and I'm divorcing her too. Okay. The reason why I follow this simple rule that everybody, every real man should you know, there's some women that are off limits, like your girl's best friend. That is off limits. Now, if you're lucky enough to have your girl, you know, you and your girl have that type of trust stoners and and she's about that life. Hey, then cool. You lucky bastard. Do you? Right. But for a guy that to have sex with your girl's best friend, that is not a bad guy. That is not a bad girl. That is an evil guy. 
or evil, girl. Because you're not just taking away our relationship and, and destroying our trust. You're doing the same thing with me and another. You're taking somebody from me. Right? By force and deception, you're taking somebody from me. That was my friend. Now, granted, they're not absolved of any responsibility, right? But in certain situations, some people are blamed more than some people. That's why certain laws are the way they are. Like, I'll give you an example. Um, Let me think. Um... Shit, I had I thought my hair started this okay. Here's my point. Hmm. Your day ones are nostalgia. Okay. Your day ones are nostalgia, stoners. They are they are the good old days. Now, if you are lucky enough, you know, to have a certain friends grow up with you elevate with you and move forward in life with you then great you know i have a friend one of my best friends i call him king poe i'm saying my dog paul we rarely talk we rarely see each other right now but at any point in time i can call my dog and go over there to his house and he knows at any point in time he could do the same to me but here's the thing we've both grew up together we've elevated together we work five days a week sometimes on the weekend he has four children i have four children he has a woman i have a woman he has a bank account i have a bank account the job to keep those filled like i understand his life and i see that Right. So I also understand the responsibilities that need to be met when having that type of life. Stoners. You can't talk to your partners all the time, can't be on the game all the time, can't do what you want all the time. And hell, sometimes when you do have the opportunity to do any of those things, you'd be too tired to do them. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is what men do. Okay? But someday ones... They in and out your life so they don't see the struggles of you trying to become a more elevated person. So they will always treat you how they treat you. They'll never change or switch up. And I'm, I'm starting to learn that now, stoners, that unless your day ones are with you on the journey, they're, they're day ones and you're on day a thousand. They either have to catch up or get left behind. And is that a cost of your own happiness? You know, the, the bravest people are the people you meet that understands your past, respects your present, and can't wait for your future. Those are the bravest people. No matter what the world say. Oh, you hang with that person? Oh my God, I heard some things. About, well, we ain't about to tolerate no slander. Until I hear it, I ain't worried about it. You know what? Scratch that until I see it. I ain't worried about it. You know, defensive of not only the person, but your friendship with them. You know, I had to do that with the same girl. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about now. You know, she brought up uh, one of my uh, girl's best friends. Of, you know, she just met a couple years ago. And that is her best friend. Okay. She called her name. Okay, I'm gonna give you the first name. Her name is Braylin. Okay, shout out to you and her husband. Blaine the Mane. Okay, that's not a beard, that's a lion mane. Okay, anyways, her name is Braylin. But when I first met her, my girl introduced her. I thought my girl said Brave Lynn, right? So, as a nickname, every time I seen her, I was like, I called her the bravest one. 
until I realized, oh, it's Braylon. Well, I feel stupid. So I just kept calling her that. And that's just her nickname. That's the nickname I gave her. And, you know, that's just what I call her. From a mistake, grew her nickname. Now, I'm not saying they're versus each, versus each other, right? But I've seen this girl in the, the last two years show more integrity. I've seen Brave Lynn show more love, more tolerance, more understanding than Melanie has ever shown. Ever shown. I respect and acknowledge that. And it, it is not like I'm living in cloud nine and we're, you know, dealing with gumdrops and candy, uh, cotton candy clouds. We have had our stress troubles. But because of the love she has for my woman and the friendship she wants to protect, she also came to me and I come to her, some, you know, like that. We're good, too. After our, you know, we had a little dispute. And she made sure that we were good. Why? Because she understands to be good with my best friend. I don't want her husband all mad at me and everything for nothing. So we ironed that out. After we ironed that out, I ironed out what we needed to iron out with me and her husband. And now we're chilling and we're back on track. Brave Lynn is the type of friend I talk about that you meet. You get to, she gets to know you and she understands your past. But then she see you're not that same person. You've elevated and look at you now. So she respects where you are in the present. And in her mind, she's like, I'm going to hang on this girl. She's cool. I bet she's going to be somebody. So she, res- she can't wait for your future. When Brave Lynn comes to the house with her husband, you know, she she fills up with joy when she sees me and Kat laughing and joking and just having a good time. She loves the fact that, you know, we have our own home and we're just happy together. And coincidentally, because she's happy over there with her husband, you know, so she can appreciate when her best friend is getting the same type of happiness as she is. So she's just basking in it. Everybody's having a good time. No frowns, trying to make it sound like a joke. Oh my God, I want this. Ugh. No, no, no. It was, oh, that's, see, I like that. That's what's up. Two different answers. The more, the more I'm trying to get to stoners is that there are some people you meet in life, right? Some people are just lessons. They're there for a certain amount of time to teach you something. Whatever the lesson is, you're going to get taught. But they're there to teach you something. Once you... Almighty God will detach that person from your life. Now, if you want to reach back out, that's on you because we do have free will. But God will make a way for you to get that person out of your life because they taught you what you need to know. You know now. So that person holds no more purpose in your life. That's how I feel about any day one or a friend that I have, you know, like, like right now, somebody has, I'm not going to mention the name, but somebody has deleted me from Facebook. And, 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 and when I try to add him on the PlayStation, he never, uh, accepts anymore. And out of the blue, out of nowhere, egregious is, and it's not like I don't care. I accept your decision. I accept it. You made a decision without talking to me or confirming it with me. You made the decision. So I'm going to respect and accept it. I don't need to know why you didn't feel the reason to tell me why. So I don't need to know. I'm just going to accept what it is because before I knew those actions was happening, I was fine. So why can't I still be fine? I believe that this girl was in my woman's life to teach her certain lessons about maybe trust, about friendship, whatever. But because nostalgia, loneliness and friendship, familiar friendship is very intoxicating, especially when you're going through something. 
you will forget the reasons why y'all are the way you are. I'm not begging one person to be my friend at all. First of all, I'm a, I'm a grown man with kids in a bank account. I don't need friends. But I do say this. Like, it's nice to have people over. Yeah, it's, it's nice to have people that like you. Nobody don't want to be like we are a tribe based culture. So, of course, I understand stoners. But if you're genuinely happy and by happy, I mean, just happy with life, you're content, you're good, you're OK. Right. Now, when people are OK, when they're good, for some reason, we just want to share it with somebody else so they can also be OK and good. But you got to be careful. Because you'll invite somebody into your home, into your happiness. And sometimes unbeknownst to them, they will destroy it from the inside out and won't give you two thanks about it. Won't even care. So you have to look at a situation where is this person trying to help me, hurt me, or it really doesn't matter which one happens. You just giving me information. You know, if one of my best friends, I call a best friend, I pick them up. I haven't spoken to him for that long. And your first move is to tell me some stuff like that. My very first thought after that is to say, why didn't you been tell me? Why haven't you been told me this? Like why? Why are you waiting till right now to feel that uncomfortable? Why ain't you been telling me this? Then I'll wait for your response. And it doesn't matter what your response is because because now I have questions for you. So what was your, what do you think was going to happen when you told me this? Like, what do you want to happen? Because you put this in the air. So now you hold, you bear responsibility of whatever actions happen afterwards. What was your plan to move in with me and help me out? What will what Lewis do? You didn't think I would really care, so you just threw it out there. What? What? Why did you say that? What was the purpose? You can't say because you was you felt uncomfortable, and this is the reason why I didn't want to come over there. Because obviously, when you came over there, you were comfortable, you were good. So, I now look at the source of where things are coming from because if the source is corrupted, nine times out of ten, what they're saying is corrupted too. I hold myself to a very high moral code when it comes to infidelity. A very jagged edge one, but a high moral code. I don't mess with married married women. When I was with the buffoonery, I never messed with a married woman. And I never, ever, 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 ever fuck with my friends or my girlfriends. Girlfriends or best friends. Off limits. Like super duper off limits. Why? Stoners? Life teaches us the best lessons, and that lesson was taught to me. Just thinking about it hurts me. You know, and it taught me a lesson that for men are weak. We have the weakest flesh ever, you know. We don't even have to see anything uh, erotic to catch hard-ons. It just happens. Okay, so our flesh is weak. We need self-control. Right. But at the same time, though, it showed me that trust, love and friendship for nostalgia is only good if you have a time machine. So you can go back and put those feelings in its proper place. But you're not the same person you was. They're not the same people they were. So why y'all still trying to have the same good times? Because they're not there anymore. Something about your life or their life will bleed over and somebody won't like something. And this is what I'm seeing what's going on. You know, one person told me, I coincidentally, the same person that uh, just deleted me from stuff. He told me, man, it just be 
For some reason, man, y'all, you, you and your girl just be through going through so much, and that's still toxic, bro. That's why nobody really want to hang around y'all. And at first, I felt played. I'm like, I don't want to hang around us. What? And I thought about it. Like, I really thought about it. I don't care. I'm sometimes at my happiest when I ain't got to worry about nobody else but my woman and my kids. And then I started looking back on my life and, 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 and I started thinking about friendships in general, stoners. And I'm like, everybody that I've come up with that knew me back in the gap, I'm literally only friends. I, not to brag, stoners, but I'm a very popular guy as a kid coming up. You know, I did my thing. Can you believe there's only one guy I literally, I literally still consider we're still friends and we talk every now and again. And he's been knowing me since I was 12. And that's King Poe. That's my dog, Paul. Every single person I've ever met, hung out with, and called my brother my dog, we don't talk. We don't, no thanks, happy Thanksgiving, no Merry Christmas, no Happy New Year. No, hey, it's April 5th, happy birthday, bro. None of that. We just lost touch. It's not beef. It's not, I like you, you like me. It's none of that. It's just, we grew up, then grew apart. That's life. You have to accept that. Some people are not meant to be around you all the time. I mean, if they were, everybody would have their own little small entourage, right? When life happens, it expects you to act accordingly. That's all. And I started noticing to myself, like, you know, Anytime I try to invite somebody over to my happiness, it all they always leave a chip in it some type of way. In other words, saying like they would do say or just their energy would fuck up what's going on over here and I would have to mend it and put it back together. And I'm like, you know, why do I even like I've been working so hard to be this happy? Why do I want other people to share my happiness? Like, watch it from the sideline. Check it out from a distance, from the nosebleeds. Just know it's happening. You know? I don't need friendship. And I don't want friendship. But it's nice to have. Right? It's, it's, it's like you have... A Lamborghini, you have a Ford Toyota. Now, don't get me wrong, right? What you want is that uh, Lamborghini. Uh-huh. What you need is that Toyota, right? Right? You need to get, right? Because the Lamborghini, well, it's going to break. It's, it, it's a lot, a lot for the upkeep. It costs a hell of a lot if something breaks on it, you know? But it's it's a nice car. When you when you're riding it and it's riding good, it's the best. So you want that, but but, but what you need is something reliable, okay? Something that will rarely, if ever, break down. It will always be there for you. It might not look the best, but it is the best. That's the Ford Toyota, right? I've realized that in this metaphor, I work at home. I call Walmart Lyft, I mean, Walmart pickups and drop-offs. Like, in other words, I don't need the Toyota because everything I I have to go to is right here. And anything I want, I damn, I don't even care about stoners. In other words, I want a mansion. That'd be fire, right? I don't care if I get it or not. There ain't enough plans. That's what I mean by that, stoners. This whole analogy is friendships are like Lamborghinis and uh, Toyota Fords or Ford Toyotas, right? You got some friendships that are nice to look at. Everybody sees you with this person and it's like makes you look better some type of way, right? But they always fucking up. You know what I'm saying? Cost you a lot to get them out the way. Like, ah, right? Then you got some friends that are reliable, that are always there, you know? Few and far between of those, you hang on to those, you be good to those, right? I'm the type of guy, right, that don't need nor want, right? 
I treat friendships like an onion ring and one onion ring and a basket of fries at Burger King. That's what I treat friendships like, stoners. It's like, I wasn't looking for it, and I really don't want none, but man, I'm glad it's here. Mm, that's good. That's why I look at friendships. Every time you get some fries from Burger King, there's always like one onion ring down there. Nobody's tripping, but I definitely don't need it. And I didn't ask for it, so I don't want it. I'm, I'm going to eat it because it's good. That's how I look at friendships. Right Now, if we grow to be more and I really put trust in you, we'll see where life takes us. But that's how I look at friendships. I don't want nor need them. Because, and I'm talking about from my life only, stoners. All of my life, everything that has happened to me would have happened to me with or without friends. That's a very sad thing to say, but it is what it is. Anything that happened to me would have happened to me, even if I had friends or not. Because everything that has happened to me, I made happen myself, bad or good. Nobody could accredit who or what or what I have or what I am to man. If it wasn't for me, da, 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 da. nobody can say that about me. Because I've never had nobody to help me like that. I've never had nobody to run to, you know. I mean, a couple of people let me know when I was homeless, let me stay on their couches, let me do that. But there was a limit to their gen- generosity, okay. And if I push that limit, woof. So a lot of things I had to make happen for myself, or it wouldn't have happened. And once I realized that, I realized, well, back then I had, I was like two dollars away from having nothing. I was negative, you know what I'm saying. And I still made things happen when they needed to happen for me. Now I'm doing considerably better and I'm depending on people for my happiness. And that's when it hit me. Nah, man. Nah. You know, I don't want to credit nobody to my happiness. And I also do not want to put my happiness and my family in jeopardy by having other people with bad energies come over and put a monkey wrench in our situation. You know? You have to focus on what's right. I tell you what, here's, I'm going I'm, I'm to end with this, stoners. I'm not going to end with it. I have a few more things to say, but I'm, I'm going to tell you this. You have two wolves. You have one in the light, in the sunshine, and you have one in the dark. Which one lives? I know a lot of people are saying, well, of course, the one in the light. Mm-mm. It's the one you feed. If you feed the one in the light, the one in the dark will die. If you feed the one in the dark, the one in the light will die. It's whatever, what are you focusing on? That's what's going to grow big and strong that's what's going to manifest itself it's what you're focusing on it's what you're feeding into so you have to decide what wolf are you feeding into is it the one that looks good or is it the one that is good Or you don't care about neither of them. You won't, you're just making sure you don't get eaten by neither of them. You can do that too. In other words, you can focus on yourself. Focus on what's important to you. I believe that people miss out on happiness today because they're worried about happiness that from the past. And with that being said, I, I I will throw out a special thank you to Braylon and her husband uh, Blaine because it's nice to know that there are people out there that feel the same way I feel when it comes to friendship. 
they take it seriously because it is serious companionship is how human beings survived since the dawn of time trust for your neighbor and love for your brother is the reason why us as a race not a race as a species has survived we are the only species right that try to mess that up not only for ourselves but for everybody else and it sucks stoners I think it's a very sad thing that when you're at your lowest when you're nothing some people bask in that because it makes them look better but once you start elevating not only your social status your physical status and your mental status it shows a mirror to other people like damn I'm not only are they better than me I'll never be that and people get angry so I just would like to send a special thank you to y'all too because it, it friendship matters you know and karma is a real thing I'm trying to remember that stoners karma is a real thing whatever you're doing something right that impacts the universe in such a way that it has to respond to you that is karma that's that's the universe responding to you you think you're insignificant you're not and by that logic alone I will I don't want any of my friends or people that I care about to hurt cry or lose somebody important to them right so you have to you have to evaluate the people in your life stoners you know don't be money Mitch and meet Rico in the alley okay don't be Raheem and thinking Bishop won't shoot you okay it'd be the closest people that will do the most damage to you and it's because they're close to you that should be a privilege and it should be a privilege that is earned and only few have protect yourself protect your happiness protect each other stoners unite Thank <laughs> you.